listening to a Cool Truth Podcast production. Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com. I eat T-bone steaks. I live barbell plates. I'm getting sweeter than a driven chocolate cake. The man of the hour. The man with all the power. Too sweet to be sour. I am the superstar. solo show last week this week i got my boy with me my compadre we're gonna throw a quick shout out to the uh the professor the wild house white house he's still on the mend he's recovering from the murmur but uh i've been in uh contact with him and uh he's doing well so uh we're we're happy to report that and uh hopefully we'll get him back soon but uh we gotta let him uh we gotta let him recover here we hear him, the executive producer, the Hollywood writer himself, the one and only, Blading for Trusone, Hollywood, Jeff Edwards, my brother, couple weeks, what's up? What's up? Yeah, been a couple weeks, White House shout out, um, take your time, uh, healing up, but uh, hurry up too, because we miss yeah. you, man. Yeah, we miss <laughs> you, yeah. Hey, listen, the podcast yeah. will be here, the wrestling will be here, take your time, but uh Oh, we we need you, brother. We need yeah. You. <laughs> we need the professor. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, and also, we want to send out uh, condolences and um, stuff yes. to uh, superstar yes. Billy Graham's family. Yep. I mean, obviously, a legend. You know, it's it's kind of weird, bro. Like they, you know, when you're a kid, and they always say this is this is what happens when you get older. You know, mm-hmm. and then uh, it happens when you get older, and it's like holy <laughs> shit. You know. Uh, right. but yeah, super. Any um, any thoughts? Any memories about superstar Billy Graham? Before we get into uh, some other stuff, uh, I just saw something interesting today about um, Vince was hoping to use superstar Billy Graham as his Hulk Hogan, and he was worried about him uh, holding up. And I thought that mm. was interesting. Yeah, but he. He did back in the day, like he came across as that guy, like he could have been that guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember. I, I, I it, for some reason, I just think back to like Jesse Ventura. You know, I'm just kind of going back to where my childhood took me, and you know, obviously, Superstar Billy Graham was a little bit older then. Um, 
you know, Jesse Ventura, always a superstar, Billy Graham, you know, and I, mm-hmm. who, it was, he with Morocco then. I think it was with Morocco, uh, Don Morocco, uh, Probably. Was his manager. Yeah. Yeah. Probably better, uh, yeah. was that R- WrestleMania four, five, pr- probably four, um, at that tournament with, uh, with macho. Yep. Yep. That was, four. um, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm almost pot. See, this is why we need a professor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or or our boy uh, Diamond Dave. Shout out yep. Diamond Dave because he would yep. know too. Our, our, Absolutely. We need we need our encyclopedias for this kind of stuff. But <laughs> I am almost positive that uh, you know superstar Billy Graham was the uh, the manager uh, with Morocco. Uh, if it wasn't that WrestleMania, it was around that time. But I'm almost mm-hmm. positive it was. Uh, that was kind of like. And you just look at it, it, you know, I was looking, look, just looking at pictures and stuff, and I, you know, I did a little post about him on social media, of course. Um, but it was just, you get that old school wrestling. Just look, that's that oh, yeah. old school wrestling yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. just jacked. You know, the tie dye, the, the earrings, and like, yeah. you know, it, you know, and it, again, that brings you back to Jesse Ventura, guys like that. Like, sure. ah. yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's too bad, but um, you know. That's life too, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, another another legend uh, passes on. So uh, you know, again, condolences to the family and uh, yep. all respect to superstar Billy Graham, who did uh, you know did the entertainment thing for a long time for a lot of people. Oh yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's funny because I'm going to take us in a totally different direction now, and I, I want to preempt this, and just so the listener knows. I told Hollywood I was going to bring up a question or two for him before we got into this stuff tonight, but he has no idea what it is. No, I have no and, clue. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I kind of want to put a disclaimer on this because I feel like sometimes, and, you know, I'm going to give us a pass on it. I don't think it's necessarily our fault. I just think talking to the boys today through a text, uh, you know, shout out Conda, Smitty, Sean, all those guys, you know, we were like, talking about wrestling and we're just like yeah dude like the peak of wrestling is probably over for us and that's unfortunate but it's also fortunate that we lived through it too you know what i mean <laughs> and um you know that was kind of the nature of the conversation and i and that conversation happened after i thought about this stuff i was going to bring up to you so i just want to bring this up so when my what i'm getting at here is like when we talk about things kind of in negative way I don't I don't just don't think it's necessarily like dump on wrestling and you know do the cornet thing and shit on things just to shit on things. I just think it's like we grew up with wrestling a certain way and then in our young adult life wrestling was a certain way and now it's a certain way now which is very different. And I just want to get in it's just stuff that kind of like watching last night I was just like, you know what? Like I I I just don't know if I get it anymore. All right, so I'm going to give you the first thing. Okay. Chops. Like, is this getting played out or what? And I and I'm not just calling out these guys, but it was there was two matches last night specifically. Roddy Talking Strong and Jericho, Jericho and Roddy. Yep. Yep. And then it was Switchblade and 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 uh, the Rick there, the Pebble. Yep. Pebble. Um, like they're chopping. Each other so much that it's the redness, the the blood, the the blood vessels, the blood. Like you see this all the time now, and you know everybody's gone on about the super kick thing forever now. Yeah. Like 
But are we just getting to the point where, like, guys are just chopping the chopping? Like, you know, you get a guy in the corner and you chop him, and then you're chopping him, 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 and then you're like, because those chops are like, okay, they did that. Now the guy's gonna run at him, and then we're gonna chop, and he's gonna fall down from a chop. You know what I mean? And I'm like, is this just getting played out now? Is it me? Are you sensing that? And you know, again, you you didn't even know where I was going here. Yeah. Just off the top of your head, have you noticed this, or is just this me uh, being me? <laughs> no, no, I I think you're right. I think there there's certain things that like certain guys that go for that that pop from the crowd. Like, I guess maybe did, the boy, crowd definitely it? reacts. You you made yeah. you made a good point. The, you you did make a good point there. The crowd definitely still reacts. So you get the woo and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know one more time, and I get all that. So. But I, I think it's like, man, I was not expecting this question. <laughs> but I'll I'll say this: like, I did not like the Jericho Roddy match just for the for the simple fact based like on Roddy and his in ring ability for years. You know, he's been a great that you know people compare him to Deline, Dean Malenko, shit like that, right? Mm-hmm, yep. He, he comes in first match he has with Jericho. It's a false count anywhere match. Yeah, like I'm thinking, okay, that doesn't really make sense for Roddy, but it makes sense for Jericho because, dude, I don't know how you feel about Jericho anymore, but he's in a place where he might be able to just walk away and I wouldn't even care. Yeah, you you know what I mean? Like, as far as the show goes, like, I don't think it would be. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but I mean, I think he's doing the chop spot because it's covering for other things that Mm, he can't do anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, that I I will stick with that. I mean, that wouldn't explain the other two, but I get I get what you're saying. Like, there's only so much we can do here. The whole thing, Mm. and you know what? I think overall that is a problem with AEW, where sometimes you just want to see guys like perform that art form, Mm -hmm. and and I think this, and I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but I'm just going to bring it up again. This is where we go every time with Omega, where you get the New Japan Kenny, and then you get this AEW mm-hmm. Hardcore Kenny, which I don't think do, does justice to who he is, personally. Right. And, oh, I agree. and again, and here we go again with that, with the stadium match again. Uh, so you're not going to get you're not going to get one of those five star, six star Kenny matches. You're mm-hmm. going to get a stadium match. Here we go again. Yep. And and I think you're right. I think Jericho and Moxley's definitely in that that realm now and now you're you're sucking in uh claudio into that realm and uh yuda who i i could really take or leave yuda either way yeah, but that's me and yeah. now you're danielson now too mm-hmm. uh okay uh but to your point with jericho i, I mean dude i think you're on to something i hate to say it i mean the guy's a legend this is not taking away from anything he did in his career but I, it, it's again like it, it's something's just played out here it's just I don't know. And the other side of that, I mean, we could just go into it since we're on the subject. I Listen, we've all been watching wrestling a long time. Things are going to be predictable. You're going to pick up on things. But this whole idea of everybody's banned from the bill. And I texted you before the match started. I swear to God, it was before the match started. I saw what did dude, I, text I had you. I had the conversation with Stames earlier that day. But before and you I, saw it, right? Both, yep, yep. And we, said, both, we both said it's going to – I said to him, well, that's going to go outside, right? Yeah. 
Because no, we, what didn't, did they we do? didn't call Adam Cole, but I actually said no. the Stames. I'm sure JAS is going to be waiting outside because right. Jericho booked this match, obviously. That, that was probably the only thing they did right, that it was Cole and not. Yes, I agree. But yep. but I'm going to bring up another point to that in a second. But, you know, I, I, it's not, it doesn't surprise me that you were onto it, and I know other people. Oh, I wasn't surprised when it. you said it, too. Yep. Right, because it's like you think about it, and it's like false count anywhere. <laughs> And they they kept emphasizing banned mm-hmm. from the building. Ban- yep. So it's like this is gonna go outside, right? <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like someone's gonna be outside, whether Very it's JAS and whether it's Cole. Now, if if you if you gave me true serum, I would tell you that I I'm probably with you. I would probably would have assumed that it was JAS. And here's the reason why. My, I, I don't know. If there's something to the heel constantly getting over the baby face mm-hmm. and waiting for that payoff in the big match, the the pay per view. That you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. And you got a pay per view coming up, and it, you're probably going to see Cole and Jericho. And not saying I want to see Roddy Strong lose his first singles match in AEW, but. You know, outside interference, no holds barred, you know, falls count anywhere. Mm-hmm. Predictable, kind of lame, but okay, I could see it happening. With Roddy winning mm-hmm. and Cole kind of getting one over on Jericho, I'm almost like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, he got over on him now. Like, yeah. he, he already exacted some revenge. Like, you would almost want him to exact, like, have a reason to exact more revenge for the payoff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're considering that when they do things like this. Now, if this match was six, seven weeks before a pay-per-view, yeah. I could see that more. We you're talking about their their go home show is next week. Yeah. Yeah. Pay-per-view in two weeks. Less than two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So why is the baby face getting over now? Yeah. Um, and you know what? My- yeah, I agree, dude. That's it's just dumb. That's just dumb. Yeah. I mean, all right, okay, so the the reason you hate Jericho and the reason you want Adam Cole to beat him up is because he handcuffed him to a rope and had these girls beat the shit out of his girlfriend in front of him and he can't do anything about it and he's outnumbered and the whole thing and you again they took all of that you brought this up I don't know a year and a half ago putting the baby face in danger I think it was the word you used yes again here we go the baby face should be a real danger. Like, well, what is Jericho going to do to get over on him again at the pay-per-view? But now you don't yeah, have that yeah. because he got over on him again. It's so, it's yeah, to, to put strange. it, to put it in the, uh, you know, smarky wrestling term, Jericho lost his heat now. So hmm. he, he has to get that heat back right before yeah. going into the match. So I expect if, now this is Tony Khan booking. <laughs> <laughs> Nose candy for all, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if this was, I don't know, an old school booker, they would say, "All right, at the go home show, Jericho has to do something even worse to get yeah. to get all that heat back on Adam Cole to you know to go into the pay per view." But I don't know I if mean, they're going to do that. We'll see. What what could that be like? Is he going to go to his house and like beat up his parents? Like, what are you gonna be? like yeah, like, <laughs> like what you 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 put you set the bar for mm. uh, assaulting his girlfriend, 
right? right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't do literally, if something is gold, like, what more, like, are you going to do to this guy? And, and then he gets over on him. So I right. think that was, um, you know, and uh, I, not to go on, on a, a raw tangent, but I thought raw was very good this week. And I thought something, you know, happened on raw with, um, uh, Vince, the Finzi group over there. I, why do I always forget their fucking name? The, uh, I don't know. Judgment, why. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can't, I it just, I don't understand why I can't remember their name either. A judgment day. Thank you. Uh, thank God you're on the show this week. Cause I'd be like, yeah, the Finzi group and just leave it at that. Cause I can't remember again. <laughs> yeah. You did a good, uh, you did a good show last week, but you needed <laughs> us in spots. Me and I, you, Oh, I did dude. I was, you struggling. had a couple, a couple of memories <laughs> spots there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Long COVID. <laughs> <laughs> then we can get yeah. Fauci on later to tell us about long COVID. Never, you never Maybe. know. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you hold the mute button, so it's up to you. That's true. <laughs> uh, but no, one thing on Raw with them getting over on um, Owens and and uh, and Sami Zayn there at the end mm-hmm. of Raw. You know, you you set something up there where okay, if, if Sami and, and and Owens retain at. Uh, at the at uh, night of champions, there now they have a reason to to go back to this. If yes. if Judgment Day had lost, what is the reason to go back to it? There's no reason to go. They already beat them, you know. And and you know we were joking around and 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 listen, they did a better job with it. But I I always like to joke around with like AEW booking, like the weird stuff they do. Like the, the uh, one thing that drives me crazy is those title eliminators. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and if that was raw, Judgment Day would be having that would have been a title eliminator. You know what I mean? So then you would have been like, well, they won, so now they're getting their title shot. Not we don't know what they're gonna do coming out of this, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just kind of quirky, funny stuff like that. But uh, just to get back to the chop thing, well, before you get to the chop thing, the, oh, go ahead. the other go thing ahead. too, it's funny that you brought up the uh, uh, the word I used. Danger, whatever. Yeah. Um, thing I loved about Raw, what they're doing with uh, Heyman, I guess, hiring Judgment Day, and then you have that going on. Heyman comes out, and then you also have Imperium come out. Mm, yeah. And so, so Heyman's pulling these puppet strings for Roman, and they're all different heel factions. You're talking about three different heel factions. I can't even believe I'm saying this because it's been so long. WWE has done shit like this. Mm-hmm. But that's danger, right? Like, yeah. Like, Sammy and KO are like, the walls are closing in on him now. Because as soon as I saw uh, Gunther and his boys, I was like, oh, shit. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, and and that, just was, that just wasn't out of nowhere either, to be, to be right. fair. That was right. set up the week prior. Mm-hmm. And and it was addressed during the show. So for those of you that don't know, on Raw the week before, there was a spot in the back with Sammy and KO with Imper- Gun- um, Gunta wasn't there. Right. But uh, the other two were there and, and they were, you know, we're here now. We're coming, you know, kind of coming after your titles, whatever. And, and they wanted to speak with them. And they were like, yeah, we're busy. We're going to talk to you. We'll talk to you in a minute. You know, it. Listen, you have to watch it, but whatever. But the point being is this was all tied together through spots in the back and promos and spots with Paul Heyman. This is in-depth storytelling. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Which, you know, to be fair, 
we got down on it again a little bit with, you know, the old man coming back and saying, oh, everything's going to change, going to revert back the way it is. And I think there's been some shows and some signs of that. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, Raw on Monday was was really good and was kind of what they were doing prior to WrestleMania with yep. Triple H. Yep. It makes me wonder if, you know, Vince is watching when Triple H was doing something. Maybe he gained some credibility through all that with Vince. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. If if they're working this together now in some sort of capacity, uh, I can accept that after watching Monday night because I thought it yeah. was good. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you, you have a couple of good feuds build up for that. Yep. And and let's be honest, it, it, there was a lot of what the hell are they going to do with the bloodline now? And mm-hmm. they've done a good job of telling this story of Roman and Solo. And then you got Jimmy and Jay who are on the outs with, with, with Reigns here. Yep. And there there's still something to me with them with Roman not being on every show. It, it it just, you hear the music when he comes out, it, it, you know, he had a couple weeks away and it's like, okay, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just makes those, when he's out there, it makes it feel big again. Yep. So sticking with that instead of him there every week and the constant, there's always a constant because the Usos are there every week, Solo's there every week uh, and, and uh, Heyman's there every week, mm-hmm. but it's, they're kind of planting all the seeds for when Roman yeah. comes back you know yeah. so uh you know kudos to them kudos to them for that and i got i gotta admit uh cody and brock have done a really good job coming out of um backlash and booking yeah. the, the second match here uh obviously there was a you know the quick kind of finish uh a dog fight the last one you, you got the sense that it wasn't completed so you got something good going over there. Now the finisher story thing, we get you know we got to see how that goes. But yes. <clears throat> and then you look at you got Seth Rollins and AJ. I mean, <laughs> anytime yeah. you get Seth Rollins yeah. and AJ for a title belt, can yeah, you I'm fine co- <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sure everybody's okay with that. All right, but um, uh, we'll swing back here a little bit to the AEW. Yeah, back to the, just quickly with you know even with um with Switchblade. And with uh, Ricky Starks. Yeah, so here's where I'll agree with you, man. It's overplayed. It's overplayed. Absolutely. There's no reason that these two guys need to do this spot. I was actually like, uh, all right, so we, you've said it time and time again on this show, 10, 12 years ago, whatever the hell it was, we called Jay White. I'm going to take a victory lap. We called Jay White when he was we a did. young boy and he was in black trunks and his name was Jay White. And that's it. It was on the air at 1640 PWPR. There you go. Pro wrestling podcast radio. Yep. Uh, it happened. They have done him no favors, dude. He comes out and he should have been, he should have been presented like he was something. Mm-hmm. Instead, Tony and this is typical Tony with his indie love and you know assuming everybody watching knows who Jay White is and he's going to get this massive pop like he's in Japan and it hasn't happened he comes out he's got the bullet club and it's gold okay there's two of them okay but he goes in the ring with Ricky Starks and they're doing chop spots Mm. I'm like 
this is not doing him any favors because we should be, and again, it's the same thing with Kenny Omega from New Japan, Kenny Omega and AEW. Now we're going to see it with Jay Thank White. You. And I'm sure there's a, there's a percentage of the fans looking at this going, I know Jay White's the leader of the Bullet Club and from Japan. Well, what's what's this the big guy, deal? Right. What? This guy's no big deal. That's exactly yeah. what I was, yep. So. Yeah, and you, you, dude, you hit, ex- when, when you brought this point up a couple seconds ago, this is exactly what came to my head. Same thing with Omega. It's the same thing. We know the name. We know who he is. We know he's the leader of the Bullet Club. But really, mm-hmm. this is it? And here's the thing. You're not seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not seeing the guy that wrestled Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm sorry. You're just not. Nope. <laughs> he, nope. If you go back to that Wrestle Kingdom match, he carried that match. Well, and that's what Okada Yes. And that's saying a lot because it's Okada, dude. Yep. And here's yep. the thing. If if they were to bring Okada over in the same scenario, you would get the same reaction. And you want to know why? Because a lot of people, listen, New Japan's on at four o'clock in the morning in the United States. We get it. The big the big stuff. And I'm sure I'm, I know there's a lot of people with New Japan world, but those are the New Japan fans like us. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and especially White House. Um, but they hear Okada. They've seen a few matches. And they're like, all right, okay, I get it. And then they, they they when they come over, dude, it's the same thing we used to bring up with Nakamura when he went to WWE. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these guys that went to NXT. AJ. Uh, you're saying the same thing about Roddy Strong yep. uh, earlier. It, 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 it was that what you saw yesterday, last night? Was that ROH Roddy Strong? Was nope. that even nope. <laughs> Undisputed Era Roddy Strong? Have you seen Undisputed Era or ROH Adam Cole yet in AEW? No, right. you haven't. And that's where everybody goes, oh, come on, dude. Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, and that's, especially with those guys, it's like, oh, well, it was just NXT. You know what I mean? And they're like, with the other guys, it's like, what do you, yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's just Meltzer. You know what I mean? And okay. here's the thing: I don't, I don't get, I don't care what Meltzer's rating system is. I just go by my own eyes. So mm-hmm. I know, you know, White House knows Omega in New Japan, yeah. Switchblade in New Japan, Okada in New Japan, the whole thing. And then they're getting this other version, this AEW version of these guys, which is not it. And I, I didn't understand this from two standpoints: is you had Ricky starts in a spot where you could kind of shot him to the moon. Like I can almost make the case that if they had done it right, they could have gone back to Starks and MJF before they went to this pillars thing. Um, if they had done it right. Mm-hmm. And now, and now I get it. You, you're looking for something big for Ricky Starks and on paper, on paper, yeah, yeah. Ricky starts and Jay white is big. It's huge. Yep. But, I'm also questioning, here we are again, who benefits and who loses from this program? Mm-hmm. You know, and okay, you had the, the DQ, the whole thing last night. I, I, so I'm guessing they're going to have, you know, another match at the pay-per-view. And it's, it'll be huge for Ricky Sarks to go over Switchblade, but I don't know if it's going to be as big as it should be. And then you're still going to need to do more with him after this now. And then what do you do with Jay White coming out of that? Where Jay White probably should never lose that match, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> right. yeah. so here we are with this. And then you see, to get back to the chop thing, 
it, it's overkill in that match because they could do so many other things. And then you, you see Jay White deliver the DDT. And I, I don't know if I saw it and I was like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's Jay White. That's the best DDT in all of wrestling right now. I, obviously, it leads it to other moves because, you know, DDT is not a finisher anymore. But I'm almost like, right. you know what? In, a, in another time, and I, and I know it's Jake Roberts' move. I get it. But in another time, that could be Jay White's finisher. He's that good at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you yeah. know, and and when you see that, you're like, okay, that's what we need. Not the chops. You, know, you can do the chops. I get it. But it's just, oh, it's so it's, many. It's overkill. Yeah. It's like Omega with the fucking V-triggers. You know what I mean? It's like all these guys latch. It's young Bucks with the super kicks. It's like they all latch on to these moves, and they just do them over and over yep. and over. Yep. And, and, and the live crowds are just as much to blame for this because they get, oh, woo, woo, woo. Like. You know what? Flair did a lot of chops, but there was like there was something to Flair's chops. When he did a chop, like it was like a chop. Mm-hmm. And then he would like I brought it up on the show last week, and this was uh Bully and uh Mark Henry were talking about it. Moves registering. Yeah, I'm, I'm on to this word right now. Yes. When when Flair did a chop, it registered. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, he let exactly. it he let it you got the effect. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to do a chop, and then I'm going to do chop, 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 chop. Yep. And Eddie then Kingston. The, Eddie Kingston does it every match. Yeah, yeah. And 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 now, because I've done all these little chops, and yes, it, it makes a mark, and it, you know, it, 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 I get that part of it, trying to make it like a real fight. I get that part of it. Mm-hmm. But now you have to do something bigger, so they run at him, and they do the chop, and they fall down. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, I'm down. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That's like a blunt move. That shot, in reality, would hurt more if you were in the corner and I gave you right. one huge chop and right. you had nowhere to go. Yeah. You running at me and me chopping you and you falling down, that hurts probably way less. Right, yeah. I'm, I, I, listen, it might sound like nitpicking, but... It, it just, I don't know. I know. Maybe it's just I watch so much wrestling. It's just like, oh, my God, it's overkill, bro. <laughs> All right. Before we get into Dynamite, second point. Okay. This this one's kind of a bigger one, and I think you probably will have uh, more more of an input on this one. Saturday Night Wrestling. Mm. This is not the 90s anymore. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and... I just think it's a really tough night to try to pull this off. Um, I don't understand their thinking here. The Wednesday thing, I get it. WWE has Mondays and Fridays kind of on lockdown. So you kind of have that middle of the week. Thursday night is a huge TV night, but there's a ton of competition. You know, maybe you want to get let Raw have... Have a you know okay Raw's on Monday you get over it boom here's Wednesday smack dab in the middle of Raw and SmackDown we give you dynamite that I totally get the Saturday thing I don't get it it's again it's not the nineties anymore um if Saturday was a good wrestling night other than maybe the pay per views because they run long and late and people don't have to get up in the morning so get to stay up later for pay per views but other than that to do a weekly show I don't get and. I, I almost question it because if you look at the ratings for Rampage, which I know are down, but their worst ratings are when they move that show to Saturday. 
And I know it's 10 o'clock, and I know it's not the regularly scheduled show. But it's almost like we want to bring wrestling back to Saturdays. I mean, when was wrestling really prominent Saturdays in our lifetime? Yeah, you got the Saturday main events, you know. It, well, that wasn't every week. I don't know. Oh, no, they were. Do you think this is, yeah, they're few and far between at best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even this, the Saturday pay-per-view thing is kind of like a new uh, trend yes. in, in a sense. Um, Saturday nights are like UFC, boxing, mm-hmm. uh, and that's late at night, and that's an adult crowd. You get together with your buddies, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. How do you, do you? I don't know. Do you understand this move, and do you think it's going to work? So here's what here's what the only thing that I can possibly think that Turner thinks this is a good idea. If um, so, I assume I don't watch TNT on a Saturday night. I couldn't tell you what's on, but I assume they're they're running movies. I I guess right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, rerun movies. Yeah, but but here's the thing though. Like if. If you're rerunning a movie on a Saturday night because it's a Saturday night and no one's watching it, so who gives a shit? Why are you putting a live wrestling show there? Now, here's the the only thing I can think is maybe they think AEW's fan base is that strong that they're going to be able to pull 600,000 to 800,000 on a Saturday night, which is better than what they're pulling for the rerun of the Marvel movie from 10 years ago. Whatever. You know what I mean? I'll say this as a fan, though. As a kid, when Saturday Night Live was preempted for Saturday night's main event, it was special, dude, right? Like, you're yeah. staying up late to watch Hogan and Savage, whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. Hogan was, and Andre. It was so cool, yeah. right? Hogan and Warrior with the, yeah. the, the, the spot there. Yep. 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 But, yeah, I don't, I just, I think they're going to be in for a rude awakening because I think what's going to happen is, and I, I'll, I'll tell you this story. Saturday night, me and the kid are about, I don't know, it's about 9, 10 o'clock. We're winding down. He's playing video games. I'm sitting there dabbling on my phone, whatever. And he goes, hey, was was there a con tonight? And I said, it's Saturday. There's no con. And he said, yeah, but I think it got moved because of the playoffs or whatever. A con. <laughs> a con. Yeah, that's what we call it, a con. Yeah, that's uh, hilarious. And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. They moved Dynamite to Saturday tonight. So I hit record at 10 o'clock because he was playing a video game. I said, I'll record it and we can watch tomorrow. He's like, all right, yeah. Tomorrow came and... (laughs) Never watched it? Sunday afternoon, I'm like, I pull up the DVR. I'm like trying to get some shit off, you know. I said, you want to watch the uh, con from last night? He's like, nah. So I just (laughs) deleted it. (laughs) Dude, that's... that. See, and that's a bad sign. It is a a bad sign. Because what what you would hope... Is that your son would be like, yeah, dad, let's watch it. Because yep. at least, at least in the second, see, you know what that tells me? That people are DVRing us and not watching it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that right now that I, Rampage is on my DVR. And right. I barely ever watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. Even whether it's on Friday, Saturday, whatever, who knows? I mean, half, mm-hmm. some, some of the times it doesn't even record right because they have basketball or whatever going on sure, or yeah. hockey right yeah. now, which I get. It's playoff time and all that. And listen, I, I am not down in on TBS or TNT because the bottom line is I look at cable ratings almost every day. And when there is NBA, NHL playoffs on, they dominate the top. They're crushing it. Yep. And, And if you look at what's not only the live sports, 
the the sports center after the post show after the you know the first eight shows you know maybe you get some crazy uh, uh reality show like a Vanderpump Rules will mm-hmm. sneak in there in the top yeah. five but other than that it's all the live sports yeah and 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 I think that's I think that's what maybe they're thinking here. And I think you're right. I think what they're saying is we don't get shit rate. We don't get shit for ratings on Saturday nights anyway. Right. Even if we get five hundred thousand AEW fans to watch it, it's better than what we normally get. Right. And who knows? Maybe they're doing okay with advertising dollars and everything else. My guess is they are, or they wouldn't even be doing this. But, but my <laughs> the other side of it is. <laughs> I almost feel like they should master what they're doing now before they take on more. Yeah, well, that's just, the other argument, too. Yeah, yeah. it just seems like, and I'm sure they're getting corporate pressure and everything else for all those reasons. And let's be honest, again, I look at cable ratings all the time. TNT, TBS, if it's not live sports or it's not AEW, mm-hmm. they barely ever break the top 50 with anything yeah. they put on. Original yep. programming, reruns, movies, never break the top. Let's be honest. All these movies that they're rerunning are on some streaming service that yes. you already have. Yes. That you can put on with the click of a button, yep. watch it with no commercials, with nothing cut, and all the language True. and extracurriculars. And why would you ever watch it? Like, okay, back in the day, I get it. Now, who cares? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why do you think AMC went to all this original programming? Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Um, so, I, you know, I get they're trying to do an original program thing. I just think that uh, it's going to be really tough for them uh, to make this as, as successful as they think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. a, a WWE, the, the, the big – I look at it this way. If the biggest promoter in the game – doesn't do it there's a reason for it like yeah if there was if there was a good if there was a lot of money to be made on saturday night why would wwe limit themselves to some i know they don't call them pay-per-views whatever they call them premium shows not whatever live events premium why would they limit themselves to a couple premium live events here or there on saturdays and you know just that instead of saying oh you know what if we took smackdown off friday and put it on saturday it would be we would get way better ratings if they if, yeah. if fox and AEW actually or uh wwe actually thought that would happen they would do it mm-hmm. and the other thing too is uh, the live sports thing is obvious because if Fox has a huge live sporting event, they bump SmackDown to fucking Fox Sports One, and they're the yeah. biggest one in the game. Yep. You know, so I, I think this is, in, in a way, it's almost a defensive AEW without meaning to be, where I see this. They're going to get dragged for the ratings, but at the same time, if I mean to me, if they get five hundred thousand, that's probably not that bad. And mm-hmm. in, in, in the spot they're going to be in. Yeah. Now, I'll say, own- too, as a, like the pay per views, uh, premium live events, whatever. Well, when, when Con was running Saturday pay per views, just like for me personally, I loved the, the Saturday night pay per views because obviously 
I don't work Sundays, right? I have a kid that likes to stay up who doesn't have school on Sundays. So Saturday nights, Mm -hmm. pay-per-views were awesome because we could just, you know, get a pile of food, whatever, do our thing, and then not have to go to bed. You know what I mean? Just relax and chill and watch the wrestling and all that. Well, I also think that's kind of the reason why they, they shoot for the holiday weekends, too. Yeah. Yeah. But on TV, though, dude, I mean, I... And again, the the biggest part of this, and I don't know if you want to go into the, we can go into this or we don't, and I'm fine if we don't. Bro, if Penn, if Penn State is playing uh, fucking Michigan on yeah. Saturday, I didn't are even you turning on AEW? I like, didn't even think of <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Are you turning on uh, Collision? No, you're going to you're gonna mm-hmm. DVR it, and I, dude, I think you're going to be in the same spot. You're going to. Well, that, that feed, you're feeding into what I was about to say anyway. This is great. So they need a fucking draw on that Saturday show. And if it's not CM Punk, who is it? And like I said, if you want to get into this, we can. If not, fine. I don't no, care let's anymore. Go, let's go. But, yeah, let's go for it. I <laughs> mean, I think need, it's all relevant conversation. You need a reason. You're going to need a reason for the fans to stay home on a Saturday night at 8 o'clock and, or get home for 8 o'clock. Ha, have that. you been to an AEW show yet? No. Nope. Okay. Um, so I'll say this. Uh, you've been to ROH shows. Yes. It, it's it's that kind of audience, but on a bigger scale, at least the shows that I've been to. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about... Uh, 2018, 20 year olds to 35, 35s. 40, maybe, you know, uh, you know, maybe you get some a little bit older, a little bit younger, maybe some mm. kids, but for the most part, you're in that age group. That's probably single or okay. meeting their friends at breweries yeah, or yeah, bars yeah. or yeah. You, do you, do you think they're going to be like, you know what? We're not going out on Saturdays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> collision you know what i mean like I, even even with cm punk that'd be a tough pull but at least if you had punk you could be like right, hey we got to watch punk let's let's dvr or go out to the bar and we'll, we'll watch it when we get home or something you know right, what i mean yeah. like like yeah. they're gonna have to this show wednesday's like one of those nights everybody's got to work the next day mm-hmm. it's on at eight o'clock it's over at 10 o'clock you could you could watch it, go to bed, you're good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you this is this is like apples and oranges, you know what I mean? Even though it's the same uh uh same I gotta hiccup, sorry. Yep. Same <laughs> time slot. Yes. Very different nights. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. But it, even you know, I just bring up punk because of the news that's out there right now. But if they don't have punk like you know, for example, they showed Miro. Yeah, they put Andrade on the post. I don't. That's not going to get it done. Thunder Rosa. That's not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they're, dude. Even I, it's a bad move. I think it's a bad move. Which is our witch title of all things? Yeah. Um, and that's another thing too. I wanted to hit on. I'm glad you said the ROH title because are they? Do they need this third show when you still have this ROH? Oh my God! I could White House. <laughs> I feel so bad for White House right now because of the ROH fandom for that he has. Mm, yeah, but my God, they still have the separate brand of ROH, and they're still running the Double Jeopardy match, 
with the ROH champion versus the ROH tag team champion. Now, next week, we're going to have the tag team championship match from ROH on Dynamite. Yeah. And now we're going to do another brand? What are we doing here? There's too much going on right now. They don't have anybody watching on the on the uh, honor club honor club that's what it tells me and, yeah. and that yeah that, that brings me to my next point okay wouldn't it have been more prudent just to just make this roh and make it mm. old school roh and just present it as something totally different well here's the thing with that i think i agree with you 100 percent. i'm pretty sure he thought that the, the network was going to go for that like way back when we were expecting the big ROH TV announcement that yeah. never came. Yeah. And I think the reason is be, it's just logical, right? Your AEW, Tony. Your AEW. The pay-per-views didn't sell anything. And the ROH that. thing isn't AEW. So why would we take that that doesn't sell and, and put it on our TV when we already have AEW on it? That's what I think yeah. it is. See, see, I think... If if they actually did it as ROH and did it as like that other pseudo alternative, something different, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. they might actually get get a little you know, get a little buzz, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna get a little buzz with whatever they're doing. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Listen, they had one of the great tag team feuds of all time with FTR and the Briscoes uh-huh. on their on their Con of Honor, Ring of Honor produced crap that they put on. Mm. And it really didn't sell, bro. No. You know what I mean? Like it just it just didn't. And I just <laughs> you know, I, I <laughs> it just makes you wonder is it, it, maybe they should just take some of the talent that they have on there and throw it on the new show and it, I know it sounds like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, but maybe mm-hmm. that's that's the point you're at. And I know, like most of my friends listening to the show are going to hate me saying this, but uh, but throw the kingdom on there and you know give him a spot, give him a run. You right. know, uh, let let Mike Bennett put a microphone in his hand, and I, I ain't the biggest Mike Bennett fan anymore either. But you know, there was a time in Impact where he yeah. did some good work. Yeah, you know, maybe drop the kingdom thing and. Uh, let them come up with a new gimmick or bring back the miracle thing and have them drop Taven. I don't know. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's just funny, like, uh, to th- something that came up on dynamite that I think is relevant to this conversation. You had the, uh, uh, what was his name? Edomus prime or what the fuck was that? Oh, Exodus prime. E- Exodus prime. <laughs> <laughs> in a squ- First of all, they have this Exodus Prime. And I know it was the squash man. First of all, Sammy Guevara should not be squashing anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, squash matches are meant for, like, studs. Big Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a big Bill. He's, he's a tag team wrestler now. He, he can't, you know, he, he, you know he, he fucking sells for everybody. And it, nothing against Big it. Bill. It, it just, it doesn't No, I like him. I just, do it. Oh. Yeah. It's like it's like Osmus and Osmosis, as I like to call them in WWE. You know, it's yeah. like hey, yeah. these guys are supposed to be the monsters. Dude, I um, see Big Bill and I just I freaking see Kevin Nash. And I yeah. can't imagine Kevin Nash ever selling for like these guys that Bill sells for. It's Dude, just here's, it's ridiculous. Here's the thing. It's not only that he's seven feet tall. This <laughs> guy has fucking 
abs. He has like a fucking yeah. eight pack. He's yep. stacked. Like yep. there, no one, you know, <laughs> unless it's Lance Archer or fucking right, you yeah. know Brody King, right. <laughs> Miro. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, dude. Uh, it, I, he he really doesn't have a home, and that's the problem. Unless it's mm-hmm. WWE, it, it just I I feel for him because and, and the guy and the guy can actually work a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. and I just you know what he's he's doing what he's got to do. He's he's making his money. Like I'm not downing on him at all. They're right. It's just not right the way they're using him. He's a tag team Lee Moriarty. It was almost like you know <laughs> you know what I thought about when he put him with Lee Moriarty as a tag team. Like Tony was watching fucking SmackDown with Ricochet and and Strowman, right? Like, like, <laughs> and it's just like mm-hmm. the lesser version. Actually, I think Ricochet is better than Moriarty, and yeah. I would actually take Big Bill over Strowman to be honest. Because yeah, I, I would it, too. It, here's the other thing: you could put a fucking microphone in Big Bill's hand too, which Tony oh, never does. Yes. Like, did you not see this guy in NXT? Did, fuck NXT. WWE, did you see him on the indies? Yep. And, and I know, listen, that all went bad and he had some issues, but, you know, it seems like he's doing well now. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's just... Uh. You, know, you know what they should do with him for now? Put him in Bullet Club. If they're gonna If they're going to call it Bullet Club gold and they're going to show it and they're going to yeah. have the Bullet Club full, 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 full have on... Him, have him be put him enforcer. in the bullet club. Have yes. him be fucking Jay White's enforcer. Yes. You'll have he him play the... like the bad luck valet. Uh, valet. Yep. Yeah. He's the valet. Yep. Do yep. it. But, but you had you had this this uh, this prime kid, and, and I don't even know who he is. And nothing against him again, but he gets squashed by Sammy Guevara, and I'm like, you have a fucking roster that could fill a week full of wrestling. Yes. And you get and again you bring some. <laughs> outside again like we're like if i was to go down a list of all the guys we haven't seen like you know uh we had such high hopes for swerve we had high hopes for brian cage it's it's kind of funny that they got put together you know what you know what swerve (laughs) and brian cage being put together reminds me of Mm. when he put ethan page and scorpio sky together Mm. And we saw how that worked out. Yeah, like you can just see it happening again. Yep. The, the, you know, it, it, where and are they? Keith Lee. Where's Keith Lee? Again, this is still going on. They're they vanished, dude. <laughs> dude, Mer- dude, Lance Archer came back with the white, the white, the white braids. Hey, one match mm-hmm. with Jake, and he's gone again. And he's gone. Uh, he's gone. <laughs> gone. Oh, uh, this you remember this guy? This guy has dynamite rampage. He's gonna ha- now have collision, ring of honor, mm. and he's got the bullshit he does on YouTube. And and you and these guys disappear. <laughs> like, this guy's running ten hours of race. He's running more wrestling a week than WWE is. Yeah, and. And if you think those YouTube shows matter with their 100,000, 150,000 views, did you hear what their ticket sales were for the house show? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. What was, was it, it? A 6,000 seater or something? Yeah, we had 830 yeah. people. Yeah, didn't crack a thousand. I, nope. you, you, listen, I, I, and I'm not saying this is down on ROH, but that's an ROH house show. 
That mm-hmm. dude, Lombardi gets more than effort. Yeah. If if Bethany could hold that, he'd get it. It can't, but he'd get it if it could. Yep. Uh, but dude, first of all, I, I got to be honest. I got to throw kudos to my boy Sean because he was saying that they were going to do these house shows. That we we would we even before COVID, after COVID, we had these conversations many times. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, they're they're going to do the house shows," and I'm like, "Dude, it's stupid." They should never do it. They're not going to sell any tickets. Never worked for RH. It never worked for NXT. Even when you go to the WWE ones, you get some fans, but the arenas aren't sold out. Why even bother? Just focus on your big shows. Focus on your TV. Focus on all that. And you, and, and here you go. He's right. They fucking did it because all they see is fucking dollar signs. And then when you do, you it, it's probably more harm than good. Yeah. And then yeah, you have did. guys, you have the announcers. On the TV show, the AEW announcing is fucking pitiful. And, and it's, it's nothing against the announcers. It's getting but worse, it's like, man. Oh, they, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty got, you know, they've been, they, they, they did the AEW house show run. It's like, okay, yeah, nobody saw it then. Like, who saw it? it Dude, I want to. AEW house shows are so bad, you don't even get it. You don't even get a dirt sheet report on it. I, I, I heard Shivani say. Who was Darby's partner? Orange? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I heard him say, did these two guys ever ever team up before? And I'm pretty sure the response was supposed to be, no, this is the first time. Okay, just in my head, because that's what wrestling would be back in the day. Like, yeah. you, you don't talk about house shows. They don't exist. Yeah, right? or, or or something they did at, like, Fett Music Hall in Providence, Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, exactly. Know? And what does Excalibur say? Oh, yeah, they they just teamed up on uh, uh, the, the house show. I'm like, you fucking moron. Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> Shivani just set you up to get these guys, like, over in the sense that they're teaming up for the first time and succeeding. And he just blows it with, oh, they're just teamed. It's a house show. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know, this reminds me of. Do you remember Goldberg's run where they were doing like the countdown that was undefeated and they'd always bring in Mike Tanay and he'd be like, Goldberg wrestled in Greensboro, North yes, Carolina, yes. and he won. And Goldberg wrestled yep. in, you know, Paducah, Kentucky, <laughs> and he won. Yep. You know, how bad would they get dragged for that now? Mm. Like, <laughs> they would get dragged over the fucking coals for yep. doing that right now. Yep. It just, and, and you, this is the thing. This is where the fucking, you know, the, the money mark, smart mark bullshit comes in. And, and, you know, listen, I get it. All these guys are collecting a check. And, you know, there's shit. Even Taz says, and I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, wh- here's the other. And and we get on Vince for the fucking micromanaging, especially the announcers. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was funny because remember remember Cole at Royal Rumble when uh, when McAfee and uh, and Corey were getting on him. Yes. About you weren't even looking at the ring, Cole. I've been told to watch my monitor for yes. twenty five years. <laughs> Did you hear what what uh, what the, uh, the Irish kid said on Raw the other night? Corey made Corey made the same kind of comment, uh, and he was like, "Well, I'm watching my monitors like I'm supposed to," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yep, Vince is back." <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know, you want to know something? At least these announcers like have a plan. You know, I, I'm sure there's shit that surprises them, and they got to yeah. ad lib and come off and everything else. But it it almost feels like like AEW starts the show, and they all sit in their seats, and they're like either reacting or told to say something by Tony in the back. You know, like Excalibur, like. Promote this now, or yeah, yeah. Tony plug the or, house show. Plug the house show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as like what's actually happening on the show, it's almost like they're like they have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and it's hard again. The three man booths tussling up. They're constantly putting a fourth man in. Uh, I mean, I mean, we could talk about this every show, but it just it's it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Yeah. Well, the other thing about the house show, too, because I got to say this. No, yeah, go ahead. Last time I was at the WWE house show was a few months ago. And mm-hmm. the main Raw uh, feud was Austin Theory as U.S. champ. Seth was chasing him. Mm-hmm. And it was like a week or two before they had their cage match on a pay-per-view. I don't even remember which one it was. So the main event at the house show was a cage match between the two of them. Right. If you look at AEW's house show that they just ran, there was no Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a thing to watch because when you watch WWE house shows, they still take the TV storylines and put them in the house show mm-hmm. from top to bottom. Now, you might get a three on three where they're they're smashing three stories together. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but you can't just throw Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy in there because it doesn't mean shit. Nobody's going to pay to see them just wrestle. Dude, when I was at I was at a house show, uh, you know, more than a couple of years ago now, but it was when the Wyatts and the Shield were having their run and it was, they did Wyatts and Shield at the house show. Right, exactly. And yeah. everybody fucking popped because they got to see it live. Right. Yeah. You know, and but the, it was a condensed version of what they probably would give you on a pay-per-view on the paper yeah exactly right you know and they always end dirty or whatever like you know yeah ends dirty or yeah exactly it's it's not you you know where you're you're walking into it it goes for the kids it's fun it's supposed to be fun you know you're not advancing a storyline but you're also there there's a method to it too yes Uh, yes you know um no, yeah, dude. I, I don't know why they're doing these houses, but... I don't <laughs> Yeah, he'd be better off, like you said, 800 people. He'd be better off just moving Ring of Honor back to where it should be in Maryland and running up to Philly and running up your mm-hmm. area. Just yep. park it there, put somebody in charge of it, and just let it be Ring of Honor. Because you can't be putting it in Texas and in San Diego. Dude, it's not the same. It's not Ring mm-hmm. of Honor, so why why watch it? I mean, you can't you can't run it at fucking you know Orlando Studios or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's it those days are over. It's just not it's not going to work for ROH. No, you know they want to see Hammerstein. They want to see yep. twenty three hundred. Yeah, they want to see Baltimore, Nashville, Tennessee. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what you're talking about. Ring. You know what? I mean, he has all day, this money. He can't buy a warehouse in Baltimore and just call it the Ring of Honor Arena. Like, just park yeah, it there. Or, like, or, or right, or New York, or Philly, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And and you you'd get 
Dude, even if it's only a thousand seats, you'd fill them though. You'd, yes, you'd fill them for exactly. you'd fill them for the TV tapings. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. You know you could, you know, have it set up for the whole time. You know, uh, you're right, I, dude. Jigsaw and myself, we used to talk about this. We used to talk about that for Ring of Honor. They're like, why don't they buy a fucking warehouse and do a live TV show out of there? Yeah. You know, kind of like, kind of like what MLW was trying to do. I mean, it never really caught on, but Ring of Honor had more of a, when we were talking about it, it Ring of Honor was like still, you know, this is what Cody Rhodes was there. This is what it did, Box and Hangman and, you know, all these guys, the whole thing. Um, Dude, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, I want to get into the elite uh, Blackpool thing, but before we do, one other guy I want to bring up to you is uh uh the root roosh and uh well you know what let's we we could even get into the uh mjf with the pillars and all that because now now sammy's a baby face again here we th- this here we is go like again. here we Jekyll go again. and Hyde. it was like what mood is they what mood are they in this week and like i said to you last night it's like if taya mellow's with them he's a heel if she's yep. not he's a baby face that's sammy guevara um I don't think this has done a lot for Darby. I don't know why he's with Orange Cassidy last night, but he is. Uh, you know, and then you have uh, Jungle Jack Perry with uh, with Roosh. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in that Roosh group, and this stuck out to me, is Ten. Uh, what the mm-hmm. fuck's his real name? Um, uh, Vance. Uh, yeah. Preston Vance. Pre- Preston Vance. Now, this guy looks like a million bucks. Yeah. And we know he could go. And they, they took him out of the dark order. They unmasked him. They turned him heel. And for what? For what? What are you doing with him? <laughs> what are you doing with him? Like, can we see this guy, like, do, do something with him? Or put the fucking mask back on Like, I, right. I don't, I just don't get it, bro. Uh, that drove me crazy. Uh, but, you know, the whole pillar thing, fucking Sammy, Darby, Jungle Boy, MJF, where you at with all that? Um. So you had Sammy squash somebody. Jungle Boy <laughs> went over Roosh. And Darby was in the orange match. So they're they're trying to get these guys as over as possible before they walk into the ring with MJF. Which and right? in, in a way makes sense. Yeah. So it, I give them kudos for actually trying. But <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, are we really like just not they got to put doubt they, they got to put doubt in my head dude and it's not yeah. there like i i have no inkling whatsoever that mjf's going to drop that belt so they're not doing their job it's not getting done basically yeah. even though they're trying that's that's right. where i'm at with it i there's there's no way mjf loses that belt not in this one not in this match and by the no. way i wanted to bring this up to you yeah just a, just a little a little thing did you see mjf and renee in the back she tried to interview him. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Remember? MJF in the back. No, refresh my memory. It's not coming okay. to me for some reason. She asked him a question and held the mic out, and he smacked her hand, and the mic flew out of her. And he walked away. That's all he did, right? That's on it. The whole show? That on the whole show. That's it. Yeah, Why the it. fuck was Moxley in the last segment out with the elite when he should have been beating the shit out of MJF. That's all I'm going to say. 
It, dude, I saw it and I thought, what yeah, a like fucking that's... moron whoever approved MJF to do that because <laughs> everybody that watches that show knows yeah, who she's great. married to, the craziest psychopath on the roster, and he's just going to let that go? Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I know. that's And that's the problem with the, the whole kayfabe thing being dead. Because yep. uh, because everybody knows like Moxley should want to rip his fucking head off for that. Yeah, that, that is a, that is a, it, you know it didn't occur to me and it, it, this spot didn't even I didn't even like didn't really register. Didn't even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is a great point. Yeah, but anyway, okay. Um, but it kind of, it's kind of fitting for this whole storyline, <laughs> dude. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I'm just down on all those guys right now. I I don't. It, 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 Jungle Jack, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we had too much high hopes for him. Uh, I, I, I think you're to the point where you almost should turn Darby heel. And you notice Sting hasn't been coming out with him, and there's yes. you know rumors of some big retirement for Sting. So maybe I think they might, good. they might want to turn Jungle heel. Yeah, yeah. Because especially and, and, with the news, the way he's coming off at this uh, fan fest or whatever. It's been in the news recently. He's been a he was a dick the whole time to people and shit. Uh, apparently, yeah, yeah. that's what they're saying. Why not turn him heel? Maybe put him with Jay White too. Yeah, and, White House and, could know, get his uh, blackjack, blackjack Perry. You know, yeah, the heel, the heel version. Yeah, That'd be yeah. cool. Hey, that might it might not be bad. Um, and the other side of it, I think Sammy Guevara would benefit even in a loss. I think Sammy might come out of this smelling like roses more than the rest of them. Probably. Because, He's in the best spot, I think. Because I think if they play this right, there's going to be a spot in the match where that whole crowd is going to want Sammy to win. Mm-hmm. And that might give you something to make Sammy still chase for a little bit coming okay. out of it. But right. I don't know that you're going to get that from the other two. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. That's a good thought. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, Although I don't like that they teased the baby face, went back to the dickhead heel, and now totally did the baby face thing this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't no like doubt. how they got, but now you're back to it. So now that we're back to it, maybe just stick with it because I think you might get a huge reaction for Sammy during that match. And here's the other thing. You know, watching these matches, out of the three of them, He's the cleanest, yes, most polished wrestler out of all of them. Yeah, 100%. you know when Sammy does that six thirty or three sixty or whatever the fuck it was through the table. Mm-hmm. I mean, he nailed it perfect. Um, yep. I think that was on Darby. I think he did it on, um, or, or maybe be Jungle Boy. I can't remember. But it was. It, I, I saw a couple um, uh, reels of that on uh, Facebook, which I mean, watching it, I was like, damn, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I think I even texted you and same's that. And, and and watching the reels again, like they were super up close, and I'm like, he nailed it perfect. It, yep. it, it looked great, but it also, you know, you didn't get like that. Please don't die moment. And right. there was that, there was that spot, and I, I ain't even totally blaming Jungle Boy for this. This might be a little bit rouge too, where they did that spot like off the apron onto the floor. I was like, he's dead, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, what are you guys? When when are they gonna learn, bro? Yeah, dude. Like, I th- what is it going to take for that company? What is it going to take? What is it going to take for them to learn? Or was it going to take for somebody in management or, you know, to get back there and say, guys, slow your 
role. Yeah. Like, well, Dante Martin's career is in jeopardy here, and Jungle Boy almost died, and, you know, you, you saw this shit with, uh, with what's-her-name, which she smashed her head Julia, on the fucking yeah. Julia Hart on the concrete. And I mean, we could th- the, 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 uh, the Mexican kid there almost killed himself five times or was Kenny Omega. Uh, like, dude, what is it going to take? Are we going to have to see someone paralyzed and eight? Like, I don't even want to bring it up because it just, it, 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 I, I got chills. I, I don't want, you, you, you don't even want to think about it. You don't want it to happen to anybody, but is that what it's going to take for some of these guys to slow the fuck down? Yeah, and well, just dude, like I think, think before they do, I I sent you guys the text about uh, I take back everything I said about Roosh. Yes, because because Jungle Boy's pissing me off so much lately. I really don't think he wants to be a wrestler. I think he you fell would, into it. You enjoyed so, you enjoyed Roosh kicking the shit out of him, dude. He, now listen, Jungle Boy was throwing himself into the rails, right? Like he was mm-hmm. doing it, he was selling it, mm-hmm. but dude. Roosh was fucking on him. He would not let him breathe. He would not let mm-hmm. him take a break. He was just on him, no selling his ass off like Dick Roosh always does. Dude, honestly, <laughs> Roosh, Roosh belongs in New Japan. He does. He sells that. He's he, rough, he could, man. Yeah, he could sell that strong style. He could sell that yeah. uh, that stiff action really well. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think he likes taking it as much as he likes delivering it. Oh, but. no, he doesn't. <laughs> you can tell. Dude, like, this guy kicks the shit out of his own brother. Like, that's <laughs> reality. But, but, you know, to your point, you know, it, it, <laughs> I, they're, they're, I like that about, I hate, I hate when he no-sells it himself. Not, yeah, listen, so there's times to no-sell, I get it. But he go sometimes it's like above and beyond for him. Yeah, yeah. And then there's other times where he looks like a million bucks. And then there's other times like he looks stiff as fuck and badass. And then there's other times where it's like, oh, please don't kill your opponent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. You, and it's like you go them. through yeah. all the emotions in all his matches. 100%. But yeah, I agree with you. I think Sammy's going to be the one. I think they're going to probably the end of the match that he's going to get the the final, uh, you know, rounds of false finishes. And we're going to think. It's going to be a three count, and it's not. You know, I think it's yeah. going to be Sammy. Yeah. I, I think I think if they do it right, you could get kind of like that pseudo uh, acclaimed reaction from uh, yeah, yeah. all out good... last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think if anybody's going to get it, I think it's Sammy. Yeah. And, and and the thing is, is like if, if that happens, and I'm not even saying that Sammy should be the one to take it off MJF. I just think that you could you could kind of get the other two out of it and move on with those two for like storytelling coming out of uh double or nothing too. Right. You know what I right. mean? So mm-hmm. uh for whatever else they do, fight for the fallen or whatever else or you know, e- maybe even do them with at the next uh Co New Japan show which my guess is going to happen that I, unless they're going to tie that into uh all in, I don't know. Maybe not sure. What do they call it? Forbidden Door, you know. I, yeah. No and Tony, they'll probably that'll probably be a separate show. Probably. Because um, why not? More shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> before before we get to yeah, more <laughs> pack them in, baby. Yeah. I mean it's bad wrestling all over the place. <laughs> bad storytelling. Um before we get to uh I, I do want to talk about Elite Blackpool. Before we get there, 
we did have the women's match last night as well. Uh, you had Sheeta. Mm. I don't know. I'm kind of down on Sheeta lately. Uh, mm-hmm. She's not working like she did before. The outfits are like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. Any dude, Britt Baker, she's doing her thing though. Uh, she's over as a baby right now. Uh, she looks great. Um, I just think she gets better and better. So kudos to her. Yep. And then you had the, you know, you had the Tony Storm, Ruby, Ruby Soho team with uh, Soraya out there. Um, not, not a bad women's match for AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, you liked it. Uh, your thoughts? I did. I did. Yeah. I think our first initial, uh, I guess, judging of the women's division a couple years ago, it was all Kenny and they were trying to do certain things that they couldn't do. You know, mm-hmm. when you saw like what really stuck out to me was the, I don't care for this outcasts thing group, but I oh, finally, yeah. I, I finally liked it this week because Paige was on the outside doing her heel shtick uh, as a manager, which was, it worked this week. And I got to say, Ruby looked great in spots. Like, yeah, there, there probably was a, the best she's been. In yeah, I, yeah, probably the best so far. It's, there was a spot where somebody was in the corner and she was just kicking the living shit out of them. And the way she was, the way it, the kicks were registering, we're going to use the <laughs> bully Ray word. Yeah, it really it, like it took my eyes. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's Ruby. Wait, what? <laughs> so. Yeah, I thought they, you know, they were cutting the ring in half. Like, so I don't know who's uh, booking this. I don't, maybe it's a, a Jeff Jarrett influence on them or something. Like, you never know. But it was, it was I, really I think, good. I, I think her it was cleaner with, too. Cleaner. Her, her being with Tony Storm has helped too because hmm. she's she's almost taken on a little because Tony Storm is great at all that. Yes. Yeah, and is. I feel like I feel like her since she's been with Tony Storm, she's gotten better. It could be Tony Storm. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. Paige too. In their ears. Yeah. You know? Could be. Could be. But yeah, I thought that I thought it was a really good match. Uh very clean for the AEW women for once. I, yeah, I enjoyed clean, it. Clean, no broken noses, no broken faces. Exactly. That's, yes, that's always good. And and the other <laughs> side of it is this match had you know what too? At least it has a little bit of meaning. It's a storyline. They're the ones who beat down Britt Baker. They, they this has been going on for a while now. Uh, she didn't injected herself. They tried to pull her in. She, you know, she didn't take their bait, so to speak. So at least this was a match that you could be like, all right, you know, you have some interest in it. You know, was it just like, all right, here's Jamie Hader versus, you know, whoever. You know what I mean? Like, not that Jamie Hader is bad. I love Jamie Hader too, but it's like they they just throw these matches together for no reason. Like. Mm-hmm. You don't see Penelope Ford, who I love. You don't see her for weeks on end, and then it's like, okay, here's Jamie Hader versus Penelope Ford. So it's just like a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. It's, there's yeah. no, there's nothing behind it, uh, or, or they have like a little spot in the back to try to make you, you know, okay, uh, that's why we did it. There was meaning. There's meaning behind this, right? Yeah. Uh, with or without Sheeta, just Britt Baker alone versus them has meaning, right? You know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and Brit's Brit's great now. I think she's at a part a point where we could say she's great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, she's in she's in my top. You know, um, I don't know if she's in my top five because 
that's pretty tough to crack, but mm-hmm. she's right. She's right there, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're talking about Deanna and uh, Mickey James and, yeah. you know, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. And you got Rhea and Rhea, Flair and Mommy. Ma- Mommy. Masha Slamovich. But she's yeah. in that top eight, top seven. You know, okay. she's in that. Yeah. I, I would say that, right? Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing she has like less experience than all of them. Mm-hmm. And if you and the, the thing I appreciate appreciate about her is like she's doing this because she loves it because she doesn't need to do it. She's a fucking dentist. Like she right. money wise, she she probably makes more being a dentist than she does wrestling. May, I don't mm-hmm. know. May, maybe maybe not. Who, well, with Tony, who knows? But <laughs> if you look at who Britt Baker was when AEW started and they yes. brought her in to yeah. who she is now, I mean, you can make the case that she's the most improved person in the, the entire company. Not to go, not to go completely woke, but I'm gonna go woke on you. Okay, okay? I'm gonna go woke. Go woke. <laughs> maybe there's, <laughs> maybe there's five pillars in this company, and maybe she's the second. Uh, you listen, I, I I'll say this: she brought that up in a promo. Back she then. did. That's she did mention that, didn't she? Yeah, she did mention that in the promo, and I don't think she was wrong then, and I definitely don't think she's wrong now. Yeah. And I don't think you're woke for saying it either, <laughs> to, to be honest. Like, and I listen, I, I shit on women's wrestling more than anybody. But when it's good, I'm going to tell you it's good. Right. And if, if, if there's any women's wrestler in AEW that I want to see, it's Britt Baker. Like, it just, it just, it just is. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, I, you know, I'm not telling you she's fucking Deanna Perrazzo in the ring yet either. No. But I think when you look at the whole package, I mean, she's gotten better in the ring. She's done a lot of different kind of matches. Uh, she's fought through some injuries. She's her promos have gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was great as a heel, but I, I, you know, she's getting over as a baby too. So I, you yeah. know, not. Let, I, honestly, I almost don't want them to do her and Nicole thing because I just let them be separate entities. I know it's tough because yeah. everybody knows, and they've already blurred the lines with that a couple times already. I get it. But I don't think she needs it either. I'll say this definitely because I like know Jungle Boy doesn't want to be a wrestler and he just fell into it. And I don't believe a word <laughs> he fucking says. And it's sticking in, sticking in my craw right now. I love, put... how, I love how you hate Jungle Boy now. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, he's on my nerves, dude. He is I on know. my nerves. You've been, you've been, the last couple of weeks, you've been real on Jungle Boy. <laughs> but if you take his work, right? And then put it up against Britt Baker's work since they both got there since day one. Britt Baker is clearly in a better spot. I believe her. I think she likes to be a wrestler, unlike him. I think she's succeeding at it, unlike him. Uh, <laughs> she's just she's a higher pillar, in my opinion. It's definitely yeah. over Jungle Boy. Yeah, I agree. And, and again, I, I, you know, I'll say it again. I think if you look at the the company as a whole. And the most improved person since the start of the company. It's pro- I, I mean, I, I don't even think it's probably. I think it's 100% her. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, you're uh, when you go to the, the the top guy that they've brought along, it's obviously MJF. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: like, he, he had it from day one. You know what I mean? Like, there, oh, there yeah. was you saw that 
that battle royal, man. At the first all in. Yeah. At the battle royal, at everything. I, I saw it in fucking Bethany that he had. You, t- you <laughs> told us. You told us this guy. Watch yeah. this guy. And then I saw it in the battle royal. I was like, son of a bitch. AC's right again. He's <laughs> never wrong with these indie guys. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, it was. You could see it since then. I have been right a lot about a lot of them. <laughs> you have. You've yeah. hit on a lot of guys. <laughs> yes, you have. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, but I just, you know, obviously he's the main pillar and I get it. And I'm not, I'm not putting her above him in that respect. Right. But as far as like improvement level, it, it's not even close. No, it's no. nobody's, nobody's close there. It's nobody, even Wardlow, I, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, and sure. I, and I even think, you know, before, again, here we go again, before we get to the elite, uh, <laughs> let's do war. We'll do Wardlow and then we'll get to it. Um, right. But I, I again, I think Wardlow's in a weird spot right now. I, I don't, I, I don't know about this uh, Arn Anderson thing. Uh, I think Christian's been great in this whole. Yes, he's been awesome. He's so fucking good, good dude. It's a veteran, man. Yeah, he just. That's a veteran. Here and, and this is this is another problem for them, where Wardlow has not approved, improved to the point. Where he's keeping up with Christian Cage, so now Christian Cage is standing out over him when it should be yeah. the opposite. Yeah, and this is this happens all the time to them. Yep. You know. Yep. And, it's reminiscent of Jungle Boy because you know how Jungle Boy doesn't want to actually be a wrestler; he's just on a TV <laughs> show for no fucking reason. Yeah, Christian was his manager, bro. And dude, where did it get him? Nowhere. Dude, and you know what? Did you see, I guarantee did you, you, I guarantee you he had conversations with Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy was just like, yeah, whatever, man, fuck off. I guarantee it. And that, that, that's why they're not together. He put over Jungle Boy, and where did it get him? Nowhere, because he doesn't want to be a wrestler. Because he stands yeah. there on the mic, and he goes, you know what, Darby? I, I agree with what you said recently about me, and you're right. <laughs> Dude, shut the fuck up. You know you want to just go take a nap or smoke weed or whatever the fuck you do because you don't want to be on TV because you could tell he doesn't want to be on TV. He's ready He's ready for 902. See, that's Tony's next show, 902 and 03.0. <laughs> Here we go. Sundays at 3 p.m. <laughs> only on TNT. <laughs> AEW presents... 90210 3.0. I love it. I love it. MJF steals are Jack Perry's girlfriends. That's great. Oh man. Poor Wardlow. He's just it's just not doing it. Christian Cage is great though. I just gotta be honest. He's great. Uh Jack Perry, I'm sorry. Do better. Do better. Do better. See, you feel about Jack Perry how I feel about Hangman Page. So we're on the same uh, wavelength. Okay, that makes sense. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> hey, Hangman, you can take another vacation or what? It's summertime. <laughs> right. Yeah. You want you want to know what's funny when when uh, when Dax on his podcast that was short lived because everybody in wrestling is a fucking oh, pussy. Uh, it's unreal. <laughs> the fuck, man. Seriously. You, you could take. Hey, you know, you could take that one to the locker room. Uh, <laughs> so much for those press passes. Huh? Yeah, that's out the window. <laughs> you know, what? I, I don't remember. I don't remember Dax saying that Jungle Boy was coming to the film study with him and Punk. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's funny because they, although I'm not a, the biggest fan of his, they all mentioned Wheeler Yuta. And now look at the spot he's in. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe. This, yeah. Okay. Well, and, speaking and, you know, of Wheeler. Yeah. Let's well, get. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Well, right, well this will be our. Uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll close on this. But, uh, okay. you know, I, I'm going to throw this to you because I, I want to hear where your thoughts are about this. Mm. Uh, I, I thought this elite Blackpool thing had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of digging Danielson as a heel, although yes. I thought it was like, all right, we were going to do it, but the punk shit happened, so we didn't do it. So now that Danielson lost MJF, let's just turn him heel. But now that we've gotten past that and mm-hmm. Danielson's like injected as a heel, I think he's been great as kind of like the mouthpiece for Blackpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was optimistic in the sense that Danielson screaming about pro wrestling. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he keeps talking about pro wrestling. You know, pro wrestling and we're the best pro wrestlers and you know, da 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 And we heard this pro wrestling word come up many, many times with Danielson. And then it's a cage match. It's yep. A screwdriver. Now, I wasn't that upset about the Don Callis turn on Omega because I expected it to happen. And you could just see it coming for it, it seemed like Callis might take over that uh William Regal role for Blackpool. Callis kinda has to stay a heel, uh, in in the sense that if you're gonna turn Omega babyface and keep a baby face that Callis would turn on him, shock value, the whole thing. So I didn't hate that part about it. But if Danielson's whole take is you guys are doing everything wrong and you, you should treat it like pro wrestling and we're the best pro wrestlers in the world and all that, why the fuck are we doing a stadium match? Why aren't we having, like, you know, the Young Bucks versus Claudio and Yuta? And Omega versus Danielson. And I know a lot of these matches have happened already. Or Hangman versus Moxley. Or some Hangman versus uh, Claudio and Moxley and Yuta versus Young Bucks. Like, why is it? Why aren't we doing wrestling matches? Like, why are we doing this stadium thing? Like, we know why you did these stadium things during COVID. I get it. You had to. Yeah. But you don't have to do this now. And why are all these guys doing hardcore matches now? And when the whole premise, the uh, Danielson's whole premise starting this thing was like, we're the gods of pro wrestling, and now we're doing hardcore matches. Do you have an, I don't know, do you get it? Yeah, I have an answer. You ready? <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I can, <laughs> does it have to do with snow? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. It has oh. to do with John Moxley. No, okay. No. Okay, so here's here's the deal. We're going to break it down. We got Regal, who, if anybody has seen, will... Oh, and by the way, guys, if you're listening out there, I don't watch NXT. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But if you don't, Charlie check Dempsey. out Charlie Dempsey, Regal's son. Oh, my God. Oh, it's like watching Regal again. It's beautiful. I'm fucking it's beautiful. But here's the thing. We're going to break it down. Hey, Reg- I'm ahead. sorry. I got to bring this Go. up. Go ahead. Did you see that NXT's running against Double or Nothing? Is it? No, I didn't see that. 
Yeah, is that next know. Sunday? Is that? This yeah. Yeah. A week from yeah. Sunday. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Interesting. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but say what you're going to say. I'm going to. I'm going to actually bring up because I forget the name of the show. Okay. Uh, that's March 28th. That Sunday, right? Yep. That's yep. It's a week from this Sunday. Yep. So. So we got Regal, right? Who has his style, which is British strong March, style. May May twenty eighth, sorry. March twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. We are in May, aren't we? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's a week from Sunday. <laughs> no, oh yeah, fucking May. NXT Battleground Sunday, May twenty eighth, eight p.m. on Peacock. Uh, it's um. Uh, what's his name? Carmelo Hayes versus uh, Breaker for the title. Okay. I almost said I almost said Christian Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they'll yeah. be head to head then. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I wonder is I wonder if Dempsey's on that show. I have to look. I wonder. Up. Speaking of Regal, but yeah, so <laughs> Regal style. Uh, Brian Danielson, same thing. Claudio, who's a wrestler, and. What we know of Wheeler Yuta, they were they were positioned like he was positioned with them. He was wrestling for the ROH Pure Title, right? Yes. The Pure Title is British British rules. Two out of three in the ring. You know, yeah. it, it's very Only similar. So it, many rope breaks. Yeah, it thing. it all fits. It all fits, except for Moxley. If you look at the other side, and and Moxley's to blame for ruining the elite too, because here you have. Kenny, who's five-star Kenny, right, comes to AEW, Moxley comes in, and they're doing death matches that don't explode in the ring, all that bullshit, right? Now the Bucks are in it, obviously, by default. He's controlling the entire narrative. I don't know if it's on purpose. I don't know if it's, if it's too much cocaine in the back by the booker. I don't know if if he intends to do it this way or if it's just accidental. But it turned, hard, it turned hardcore, dude, and with screwdrivers. That's not Blackpool. Con- Regal's from Blackpool, England. That's why it's yeah. called that. Yeah, yeah. Blackpool Combat Club doesn't mean ECW extreme fucking New Jack with the goddamn <laughs> screwdriver in the face. It's all Moxley, dude. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, you're right. You know, whether it's probably going to break out the pizza cutter. <laughs> probably. Probably, and I, you know, like I said, whether it's him uh, backstage or if it's just his character that's push driving it in this direction, whatever well, the case he, may be, well, he, it, that's he what it is. It's him. He he apparently got a larger role after the backstage shenanigans. Ah, that's, that's right. That so is correct. You might be onto something there, yep. but it just—I just found it interesting that Danielson's whole thing was about pro wrestling, and then here we go back to the stadium matches and hardcore matches and everything else mm-hmm. uh you know what what i would have said you know coming out of the you know even if you wanted to do the uh cage match and do the turn and all that because that was specifically moxley and omega i would have been like you know something like like what you said maybe you know some kind of uh gauntlet match or yeah, something. You know, yeah. you know where there's no outside interference, no weapons, 
pinfall or submission. If you do something stupid, you're DQ'd and you're out. You know, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just to like kind of get it back to pro wrestling, and they're just again, it's 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 all lip service, bro. It's, it was lip service with bringing. You know, you know, the young bucks with, oh, we're going to make the tag team the main event. And, you know, that's another one. I, you know, I, you know uh, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, too, but FTR versus uh, Lethal and Double J should, should will probably be a very good match. Might even be the match of the pay-per-view, to be honest. Probably. Well, what do you uh, think they're going to do with Briscoe? That, and that, see, I know that's the thing. And they've already... Dude, if they up. turn him heel, I swear to God. Yeah, it, it, everything they've been doing with him so far is pissing me off uh. because they had such an opportunity that they floundered already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that, see, that's the caveat to that whole thing where you probably just could have had a good, you know, tag team on tag team match yeah. versus four guys who know how to fucking work. And, and and Jared's still great. I did find it funny though that when they hit him with the guitars last night, uh, uh, um, Lethal had the Dax guitar. They, yeah, they had a mix. And the up. other one had the Cash guitar. They hit the wrong guys. I not that it really matters. Yeah, but it was just, I, I caught it. Was it, just too, kind of, it was just kind of <laughs> funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude. I but I'm with you on the on the uh, the Blackpool thing. It, now I will say this though. I, I, I think Danielson right. tried I think Danielson tried to pull it in that direction. And and you're probably right. Mo- dude, Moxley wants to do this crazy shit. I mean yes. just not, that's why he keeps going back to GCW. <laughs> I mean, yep. You know, let's let's yeah, the glass and the, the, the light bulbs and everything else. I, yeah. And I, you listen, there I'm not the biggest fan of that stuff, but I get there's a place for pro wrestling. But it just seems like AW does so much of it, bro. Yeah. So much of the blood. Yeah. You know, the dangerous spots, That there's so much blood. I like blood in some matches. Like, dude, I thought the blood in the, in, in the Cody and Brock match had, had a, a major purpose in that match. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. AW, when you see blood, it's like, yeah, hey, somebody's bleeding again. Yep. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, here we go. Much. Here we yeah. go. You know. I mean, they must have a lot of canvases around here. You know? Yep. Um, before we wrap up here, I, I got the card for uh, this is uh, Battleground up against Double or Nothing. Okay. It's on Peacock uh, NXT. There's five matches on the show, which will probably combat like 12 matches for AEW. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is probably only like a two and a half hour show with five matches, something like that. But it's uh, Dijak and Iljan Dragunov. I can't pronounce Oh, Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, he's nasty. Dude, I just he's can't awesome. pronounce his name. Yeah, he's, so oh, I that's love a that guy. last man standing match. So that sounds pretty good. Yes. Uh, triple threat match for the North American Championship. Wesley, Tyler Bate, and Joe, uh, Joe Gacy. Okay. So you got that match. So that's... Pretty decent there. Uh, Noam uh, uh, Dar, I think is how you pronounce it. This yep. is a British Rounds Rules match for the uh, NXT Heritage Cup versus Dragon Lee. That'll be good. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, 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 I almost forgot he went to NXT, to be honest. I almost, I, I almost, I might watch yeah. this. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the, uh, 
the final for the vacant NXT Women's Championship because the uh, Women's Champion went to Raw. Right. Uh, Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton, Cora Jade, and uh, Lyra Valkyrie um, for the NXT Women's Championship. And then the uh, championship match, the main event is Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker. Okay. That's not a bad card. It's not a bad or card. Or a five-match card. Uh, up against double or nothing. I, I wish I had a soundbite of Tony Khan saying, I'm not going to take this shit. <laughs> I have more money than Jim Crockett. And, dude, you got to know, right? <laughs> They're trolling him at this point, right? It's NXT. Oh, they definitely are trolling It's NXT. <laughs> like, 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 Triple H, like, he went back and was like, huh. So you're not going to take this shit. You have more money than Jim Crockett. Hey, Sean. Uh, yep. When, when do they normally run double or nothing? Oh, that's right. Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yep. it's always on that Sunday. Okay, well, do, we're on NXT on Peacock. <laughs> and, you, <laughs> dude, and you know they're laughing. They're laughing their ass. Oh, uh, they are. Because it's fucking Peacock. They, you know, you know who, who do they care? They're just putting more content on Peacock. Exactly. You know I mean? Yep. Uh, all right. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Still skeptical of AEW. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure where anything's going, to be honest with you. Um, I was going to say about Blackpool, I was going to add. Okay. We were talking about that danger element, right? Yes. They do add a danger element, but you're absolutely right. It doesn't make sense because there's one hardcore guy involved, you know, and it's Moxley. Now, if you like that shit, that's cool. You know, but do you do? Did we want to see Claudio and Wheeler be hardcore guys? No, I don't think so. You know, yeah, do we want to see yeah. Ryan Danielson wrestle, or do we want yeah, to see him smashing shit? You know, yeah, you bring up you bring up a good point. They are adding a danger element to the elite. Yeah, but the one thing I have to say about the elite is they don't sell this shit very well <laughs> because Omega no, had yeah. that crazy match. You know, gets stabbed by his uh, former manager and then the bucks get the shit kicked out of him in the beginning of the show and it's like at the end of the show it's like yeah we'll do it again yeah you know what i mean yeah. like that's my whole point where they should be like all right you guys you guys win at this hardcore shit but he wants to make it pro wrestling point at danielson and be like we want wrestling we want a wrestling match you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know I-, I guess when you do these groups it's harder to do all that uh yeah yeah I mean, I guess, I, I guess that's where that's at. But uh, my final thoughts are this. <sighs> oh, I have extra final thoughts before you get the final thoughts. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make this quick because it hit me tonight while I was watching Impact. Uh, next Friday. Now, listen to this weekend, okay? Next, yes. This is next weekend. Friday, Impact Under Siege, which mm. is shaping. They're shaping up a pretty damn good card so far. Then Saturday is the uh, Saudi Arabia. Yes. Yep. Uh, night, of night, night of champions. Afternoon of champions for everybody in the U.S. Right. But yes, <laughs> night of champions. And then, which, then which that is not Sunday, a bad card. No, it's it's pretty good card. And then the Sunday is the NXT and, and double or nothing. Double or nothing. Yeah. So that's a hell of a weekend if you're into wrestling. I I I don't know that I'll see all of those live, which. I I probably see Double or Nothing live because I probably will watch Double or Nothing live over NXT. Yeah, 
But before we do the show next week, I will watch all of those shows. Yes. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. Uh, work schedule makes it tough to watch them all. I know, but, um, yeah, dude, it's, I, I mean, I, I guess, I, you know, I'll piggyback off that for my final thoughts. Um, and obviously we're a little, we're 10 days away, uh, from that or whatever it is. Well, mm-hmm. eight days, I guess. Or if you're listening to this, I'm probably listening to this on Friday. Right. Uh, we're a week away from, from impact and nine days away from, you know, the big Sunday stuff and eight days away from, uh, Saudi Arabia. So I don't know. We may have a show between now and then if we don't, uh, enjoy all the shows. I I mean, we got a lot of stack card, a lot of good matches, a lot of good guys performing. Um, yeah. And I guess, listen, we'll just have to react to the collision stuff as, as it comes up. And uh, see what they come up with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as that goes, but you know, <clears throat> WWE stuff's different, uh, decent. So we got that, and uh, yeah, we got that big weekend. And, you know, maybe maybe we'll do some some sort of a preview show and just yeah, pick maybe. a couple mat pick pick a couple matches off each each card and preview it, and uh, do a positive uh, podcast next week. And, and get you guys ready for that. But uh Sounds good. Yeah, that's we'll wrap it up here. Uh Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retromania Podcast Network. Be to check be sure to check out Retromania. We love being here. Diamond Dave with the kicking out of two. We got uh marking out the days with him and Kobe and Kobe's Gaijing. And uh yeah. We'll uh we'll talk to you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Nighty night. Hashtag White House. Shout out White House. At least White House will be home to watch it all. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Rest uh, easy, White House. Rest love it up. You, bu- love you, buddy.